0: Hey, 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 God's good people. I pray you all are doing well wherever you may be around the globe. This is your girl CL Sus with Mental and Love Notes 101. I pray that you all are doing well. It is a good day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be in the land of the living. I'm glad that somebody is is seeing me and not viewing me. That's a blessing denied to many. So thank God for wherever you are. Take the time to just say thank you. I don't think we take the time to say thank you enough. Sometimes we reflect on so much of the bad and reflect on so much of the negative and so so much of the, the discouragement. But we never take the time to just bless the Lord for just being who he is. He's good right by himself. If the situation is not good, our Father is good. If the people are in your life are not good, our Father is good. Don't allow Him to get the bad from what you're dealing with. Because He's not at fault. Sometimes it's our own decisions. Sometimes it's our own choices. Sometimes it's self-inflicted wounds. So don't hold God accountable for what, you, how you hurt Him. But allow Him to love you from the place where He always have loved you. That unconditional love. And unconditional love goes beyond what we are dealing with. So take the time out right now and just say, God, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Abba, I thank you. Because he is good. And besides him, there is no other. I know on last week, we told you that we would finish and conclude the interview, but we won't be able to do that today because the person that I need to interview, none other than my husband, my spouse, he's not with me right now. So we will do the interview, hopefully in and prayfully Lord's willing on the next episode. But today I want to just take the time out to talk to you and to have some dialogue with you in regards to the ministry of words, because we said on last week. That the first ministry is in the house. The first ministry is charity. The Bible said charity start at home and then shared abroad. So if ministry and and, start, and charity start at home, then we need to watch how I craft our words carefully. The ministry of words. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 7 begins to say, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be silent and a time to speak. I don't think sometimes we like that word silent. We don't like when somebody tells us to just be silent, especially Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will tell you a lot of times, just hush. You ready to start a fight, just hush. So, thank God for the ministry of words. Words are the window into the soul. Words escort our mate into our inner being and usher us into an innermost thought. Words give form and expression to our deepest thoughts. Words are valuable. Words are valuable. Even in the book of Matthew, God said, you're going to get a, You won't be condemned for your words, but you will be held accountable for your words. We use words to paint the portrait of our love for each other. For example... I love the way you dress. I love the way you do your hair. I love the way you do your makeup. I love the way that you have on a bow tie or whatever the case may be. A few sincere words skillfully clumped together can lift the spirit of our partner high into the heavens. Words are beautiful. Healthy words, I will say positive words, are beautiful. Words capture the raw intensity of our passion for one another. I love you. Have a blessed day. Baby, you doing okay today? How was your day? Words capture the raw intensity of our passion. One of the powerful speakers, Mark Twain, said it best. He said, a powerful agent is the right word words can be like pressure valves on a steam cooker that lets off steam or it can be like the arrow through the bull's eye that heals a wounded mate words are powerful sometimes though words don't come sometimes we can't find the words to even express our deepest feelings Sometimes I'm like that with God. He does so much for me. And sometimes it's hard to express my deep feeling and my deep love for him. Language can be inadequate to get across our meaning. Sometimes, more than a few, the right words, it lose us all together. There are other times, It teases us by buzzing around our head, but never landing long enough to be released or captured out of our mouth. The words that do come sometimes doesn't measure up to the beauty of the feelings that we have. One of the things that Mark Twain also said was, The difference between the right word and the almost right word is the difference between lightning and the lightning bug. Words can be inadequate. There are times we groan inwardly in joy or sorrow, but the right words will not come out. I've oftentimes seen myself in funerals or attend processions and Even when I want to ask the family, you know, or say something to the family that are already grieving, the words just seem to not come out. And a lot of times, we as humans uh, make the mistake or saying, well, how are you feeling? How do you expect somebody to feel when they just lost a loved one? Sometimes our words don't come out properly. And we need to work on that. Because if I can't say the right word as Ecclesiastes, just be silent. Because sometimes we bring people more pain than we realize. Even if a woman who had just went through the most horrific thing in her marriage and hear you saying, well, how you feeling today? How do you expect she to be feeling? Put yourself in that position. Our soul ache and anguish that remain ambiguous, obscure, and inarticulate When it's trying to say the right words at the right time. Other time, inexpressibly joy wells up in our hearts, but air never passes over our vocal cords to form the sound that captured the moment that we need to express what we are feeling. And that's why sometimes we can get in our car and start driving and all of a sudden, a buku of words will start flowing out. But the timing of what we say is so important. Our feelings are such a deep spiritual nature that words sometimes just cannot be expressed to the person that we're willing to give it to, even our mate. It's the duty of every partner, husband and wife, to know the times that they should speak words of encouragement. And if you don't know, ask Holy Spirit to direct you. Direct me when to speak words of encouragement, Holy Spirit. Direct me when to speak words of comfort. Direct me when to speak words of challenge. Direct me when to speak words of inspiration. Direct me when to speak things that help them catapult my spouse into a whole new arena. What can I say to really show him that I love him or what can I say to really show her I love her and that I'm proud of her? Because if you don't speak it, guess what? The enemy sure gonna have somebody else come and speak it. And if when the enemy has somebody else to come speak it, sometimes those words get in their ear and they think, "Oh, now this is oh the love of my life. This is oh the one that I really needs." And that's when things start happening that shouldn't happen. So ask Holy Spirit when you need to speak and how you need to speak. We have responsibility for each other's nurturing. We, not he, not her, we, as partners in this thing called marriage, we have a responsibility for each other nurturing. It is likewise the duty of every husband and every wife to know when to remain silent in the midst of whatever the situation may be. There are times of silence when the highest form of love we can express may be a hand laid gently on our mate's shoulder or hand. Sometimes the spouse don't want to hear your voice. Sometimes they just want to know that you're there. Just lay your hand on their shoulder. Just lay your hand on their hand. When words won't come, when you need them, you can still communicate with your mate. You can still communicate. It's called nonverbal cues, nonverbal expression. I don't have to always say anything just to know, let you know that I love you. But we can express acknowledging the deeper feelings and thoughts that we cannot quite reach at that moment. Because one thing about it that'll be appreciated long, long, long time. Just the effort will be appreciated. Ask your mate to help you talk about out your feelings. Sometimes we can't talk out our feelings. I, so there are times that I even got on the phone and I'd be looking at my husband and he'd be like, what is it? i said, say, I don't know. And he'd be like, what you mean you don't know? I don't know. I, I, sometimes it's hard for me to express. You know, when things bother me. Things are, you know, just eating away at my soul or things that just I can't put in i I'm just wanting to vent but don't know how to vent. And so he'll say, well, what's wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And then sometimes I get mad because I don't know and I can't express what I don't know. But use that time to unpack your feelings. Talk it out. Talk it out. Talk about what you do know. If you don't, if you, I'm just frustrated. Okay. Frustrated about what? Everything. Okay. Let's unpack the everything. Because you'll find out once you start talking about one thing it will help you unpack the other thing but you have to start with something if you can't express the thought at all at least hear me clearly at least identify what the topic is for a later reflection or a later meditation or a later discussion it may not come to you yet but at the at some point you're gonna if even if it's supposed to dream Please, y'all, sow, sow this seed of sharing because somebody need to hear this word. Even if it was a dream that you had and you feel like, I, I can't even remember the dream. Ask Holy Spirit. Why do you think you have Holy Spirit as your partner, the best partner? Ask Holy Spirit to bring it back to your remembrance. So you can talk about it. So you can discuss it. It it might have been a dream about your spouse. Something happening. Something happening to the children. Ask Holy Spirit to bring back to your remembrance. Because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy. And you don't think he's going to steal that dream because he don't want you to talk about it. So ask Holy Spirit to bring if it's just a glimpse of something. So you can discuss it. Unpack it. Do things that reflect how you feel. If you are ready to explode, talk about it. If you are really ready to explode with love, talk about it. Grab your spouse and hug him or her tight and just talk about If you can't even say nothing, just say, I just know I love you. Do we say we love each other enough? But they know I love them. They know I wouldn't be doing some of the stuff that I'm doing if they didn't know. But have you opened your mouth and declared that? Because the enemy wants you to stay silent sometimes just because he don't want you to express it. But when you open up your mouth and say how much you love one another, it means the world to that person. No, I'm not a vocal person all the time. No, I'm not an expressive person all the time. I understand that. And I get, didn't get it when I was younger. But at the time, sometimes I have to just tell my husband, I love you. He says it adamantly. He says it all the time. Have I told you I love you lately? Have I told you I love you today? He says it all the time. So when he doesn't say it, I'm looking at him like, okay, what's going on? What's your Oh, I have I told you I love you today? No, you haven't. Okay, well, just know I love you two times more. More than you. And he'll hit me because sometimes I love you more. No, I love you more than, I, I believe I love you more. And we sometimes have an argument just how much we love each other. But that's what needs to be expressed. That's the ministry of words. Never leave a thought. Never leave a feeling left unsaid that may build up and encourage your mate never leave it unsaid it is ministry of words make sure you are producing ministry of words conversely never say something better left unsaid there is time for everything there is time make time If you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth, make time to say something. Now, don't always fuss about this is not done, that's not done. You're not helping me with this. You're not helping me with that. I don't like the way you do this. I don't like the way that. Appreciate one another and say something good at times. Because sometimes we can be so vile. We can be so negative. We can be so serpentine mouth. that Sometimes all we're doing is hissing, hissing. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick. My Lord, say something good. My grandma always says, "If you can't say nothing good, don't say nothing at all." But as Holy Spirit teaches us in the Word of God, it is our we are mandated to say something good. Speak good. Speak life words. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they, the lover shall eat the fruit of thereof. What are you eating? Are you eating more deaf words than you are eating life words? Speak life. Let me ask you a question. And you can ponder it and you can talk to your mate about it. Do you feel that you both are able to express to one another? If so, find a few topics to talk about. And express yourself on those topics. Learn one another more in a deeper avenue, not just in the bed, not just what you can buy me, not just what you can do for me, but express some simple things. How do you like your ice cream? How do you like your burger? Especially if you just newly newlyweds. Let me tell you something. I've been married for over twenty-four years. Well, December made twenty-four, and it's not about my spouse, but even my children. My daughter and I had a conversation one day taking her to school. And she said, Mama, I don't truly believe you know your daughter. I said, well, yes, I do. I birthed you. She said, just because you birthed me don't mean you know me. She said, Mama, what is my favorite color? And I said, purple. She said, purple? What kind of purple? I said, light purple. She said, no, it's not. Then she began to say, Mama, what is my favorite flower? And I thought, I said, sunflower. She said, no, it's not. It, it was coinciding with what her favorite color was. She said, Mama, what is my favorite food? I had that one right. I had her friends right. But some of the things that we talked about and discussed, I didn't have right. And I felt so bad. I felt bad because here I am, my daughter, who just turned 18. And just because I felt like I birthed her, that I knew her. That's not always accurate. Get to know your children. Have an interview with your children. Have an interview with your spouse. Know them in a deeper look. It's not having no job interview, but I want to know you deeper. I want to know you more. I want to know your likes. I want to know your dislikes. I want to know what I'm doing that you may not like. What, what I'm doing that you want me to do better. Because sometimes we don't like constructive criticism, but construction, constructive criticism, excuse me, is what we need. Reflect on that. Take heed to that. Baby, you're not always perfect. And according to scripture, as long as you live in this flesh, you will never be perfect. So there's some areas that you can work on. Self-examination. Yeah, we need to do self-examination. But sometimes we, 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 we <laughs> with our bias self, we don't always be truthful about those self-examinations. So when somebody God sent alongside us and mostly our spouse who sometimes we don't like to tell us about us, who know us even in a deeper capacity, then God said, okay, let me send him or let me send her to tell you about yourself that you don't want to tell yourself about. Then we get mad. Even in the church house, we get mad because now Sister Sally don't say something I don't like. But you are, Holy Spirit already warned you. (laughs) Holy Spirit already told you. But then you take heed to the Holy Spirit. But now I don't want to take heed to the Holy Spirit. But now I'm mad at my sister. I don't want to talk to her no more. And sister in Christ. I don't want to deal with her anymore. Because now she done called me out. Be truthful to yourself. The next time you have difficulty expressing yourself with words. Wherever you may be. At work. At home. With your spouse. If you're even not married yet. At your best friend. Whoever. Work through the four. Work through the ideas that was mentioned earlier. Work through those ideas. Work through. God, how can I be a better person? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better friend? How can I be, a, if you're a business owner, how can I be a better a, a, a founder? How can I be better at what you call me to do? Not worse, but better. Pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of words. And thank you for the gift of language. Father, thank you that our language does not always have to be words, but that we can still express ourselves by what we do for each other. Give us, Father, we pray, a more intimate relationship through ministering to each other, through the power of words. For you declared in your word, Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Let us love life words more than we do negative words. Let us love life words more than we do bickering and complaining. Let us love life words that we can eat the fruit thereof. Father, continue to keep us, continue to lead us, continue to guide us. All the way. Because when we yield to Holy Spirit. And when we yield and acknowledge Holy Spirit in everything we do. We will be more apt to understand what words to say at the right time. Father continue to allow charities to start at home. Continue to let that be our first ministry. Because it is. Father we thank you for the union that you have created. You told us in your word that that, that, that you have joined together, let no man put asunder. So, Father, we thank you for what you have put together, that no man, no woman, no boy, no girl, not even ourselves, will put it asunder. Father, we thank you that you even declared in your word, when a man findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. Father, we even pray for those spouses who may not be saved, who may not know the ways of the Lord. For you declared a sanctified wife will sanctify her husband. A sanctified husband will sanctify his wife. God, bring him, bring her closer to you. God, let not them compromise the gospel, but let them stand on the great foundation of the gospel. That The life that I live is the light of Christ. That they be drawn to the light of you and not fall a prey to the wickedness of this world. Because we know that we are living in the last and evil days. But God, we pray that one will stand boldly in their call of you. The laborers are few, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. So, a Lord of the harvest, We pray unto you now that you call forth those who have been assigned to our hand to come into the fold even the more. Father, we thank you. We give your name the glory and we give your name the praise. That in the midst of these love relationships, you are moving by your power. You are moving by your spirit. You are moving by your love. God, we thank you. That your love is never ending. We thank you for the unconditional love that you continue to show us. While we were yet sinners, your son died on the behalf of us. To redeem us back into the fold. That now we can say, Abba Father. Father, we thank you for the adoption. We thank you for being joint heirs and heirs with Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for our sonship. Because the only way we can receive the sonship, we had to get this relationship with you first. Father, we love you, we honor you, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Only announcement that I have for you all is on June the 17th at 6 o'clock, we will have prayer and intercession. We have been mainly praying for our youth because our youth is under so much attack. But we are opening this up for anybody and everyone, whatever you may have a prayer, need, or just to let out the cry unto the Father. The number that you can dial in is 1-425-436-6341. one 1-425- 425 The access code is 196-569. 196-569. And we have this prayer call every third Friday at 6 o'clock if you ever want to join us because I am all about my father's business and to making sure that I stay on my wall of prayer and intercession. I thank you all for your time. I thank you all for subscribing. I thank you all for sowing the seed of sharing. I thank you for continuing to tune in to Mental and Love Notes 101. This is your girl, CL Suggs. I pray peace and blessings unto you all. God bless you.